You are now tuned in to the sounds of Big Nate Sports Talk. It's on all the time, anytime. Take it away, feeling too good to me Chilling all day, all in your space is where I wanna be Here in this room, what did you do? I just can't get enough Too caught up in your love I've been trying to forget But you won't let me Something in my brain wants you I've been thinking by myself Asking for help, but nothing seems to work on you. Yeah, you always make me feel like oh yeah, you never leave my thoughts alone. Yeah, you, you're the reason I'm going out. You are now tuned in to Big Nate Sports Talk, the show that's on all the time, anytime. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe for all content. And now, ladies and gentlemen, your host, Nathan Snell. Bring your sports game with Big Nate Sports Talk. First of all, listen, uh, it's interesting about all these young guys today. They never call on us and say, hey, thanks for the kind word and tell me how great a player I am. But when they play like crap and we call them out, they, we don't know what we're talking about. Listen, I'm easy to find. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? It is your host, Nathan Snell of Big Nate Sports Talk Podcast. I hope you're all doing well. Hope you're all staying safe. Hope the week was go- was well for you. Hope the weekend is going well for you. This is episode 26 of the podcast, season 11. In this episode, we are talking about Maryland football. Um, but before we get into the video, there's a few things I'd like to say up front. Uh, thank you for those that have subscribed to the channel. We have finally eclipsed 200 subscribers, the road to 1,000, and so forth. Um, the grind has not stopped. I do appreciate the support that I've get on, have gotten along the channel this far. I would never have thought, even imagined, um, being getting this far. So I appreciate all the love and the support that I've gotten, whether it's here on YouTube or through Apple, Google Podcasts. I do appreciate the support. 
couple things. Um, there is an episode that I have not uploaded. That is episode 18 with Nicholas Rosario. Um, that will be uploaded with the date. It was already recorded. I should have made it live, but I never had the opportunity to upload it, but it will still be uploaded. It's episode 18. Um, if you've noticed some one of the episodes is misnumbered, I will fix that. Um, coming down the pipe, as far as some other videos, uh, Maryland women's basketball starts tomorrow as we face George Mason, if I'm not mistaken. Um we're ranked number 17. Um, the Washington Commanders unfortunately lost to the Minnesota Vikings. And then uh, the Baltimore Ravens uh, are playing Monday Night Football against the Rolling Saints. So uh, with that being said, in this video, we're talking about Maryland football. Um, I know it's been three weeks since you last saw a video from me regarding Maryland, uh, the Maryland Terrapins. And um I'm actually kind of hindsight, kind of glad I actually kind of did it this way because I wanted to see a couple things where some things I saw before we went on our little mini, our little bye week. So I'm going to start with the first game, Indiana. A um, couple things that I took into consideration. Um, I know Talia coming into this game uh, was dealing with an injury and Billy Edwards Jr., stepped in um one thing that i've noticed and i'll kind of want you guys to stay with me as i'm as i as i am leading up to saturday's game we beat the indiana hoosiers 38 33 um we were 500 going in coming into this game winning that game we were at 500 and we improved to five and two at the time um it was not a really a good football game in terms of discipline. Um, it was a lot of sloppy performance. Um, even it was a mediocre Indiana football team. Um, I thought that when Tully went down with his knee injury, uh, I, I didn't know what to expect, but he stepped in there and did what he had to do. Um, when I look back at that game, the one thing that stood out to me the most was lack of discipline. I, 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 you hear me say this as I'm recapping each of the games. Penalties continue to haunt the team. In the game against Indiana, we had just in the opening half was four penalties. And there was the one, it was the holding penalty. And then uh, they had Indiana go up by three going into the second half. Like, going into that game, Maryland had committed up until this past weekend, up and going into Indiana, Maryland had committed 50, has at the time committed 50 penalties for almost 450 yards. I mean, this is some bad stuff. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to say. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know how much more this I can take. I, I I, just don't know. This is ridiculous. I, I, ooh, oh, Lord. I, I, <sighs> Even in that game against Indiana, the one thing that stood out to me is this is another Big Ten opponent where they have a, where they're not Maryland is a good team, but they go, they're falling into bad habits. Penalties allowed Indiana to score. And 
And the injuries also too played a role. You know, uh, Jaqueen Barrett, Jalen Duncan, they couldn't play. Um, Hypolite the second, Gibson, that defense going and that and that game against Indiana was very vulnerable. Um, but when it mattered, like guys stepped up. You even had an offense on the offensive side of the ball. I mean, Spencer Anderson, I think at one point moved to right tack, right moved to right guard, and I think it was Maximus McGee. He took over. <laughs> Anderson spot. I mean, two other, I mean, making those kind of adjustments. Um, but I think also, too, to take in consideration in that game as well, Billy Edwards, he did his job. You know, he, it wasn't it wasn't sexy, but it, he did what needed to be done to win the game. When it came mattered, he was smart and he was confident with the ball. I mean, that's what you're looking for. Like, and there were there were mistakes, but like, Don Dan Enos, to me when Talia went down, kind of looked like, oh, what am I going to do? So I mean, those are the things I saw in the Indiana game. Now, if you're Indiana on uh, at the time, I think tackling was the biggest issue on the defensive side for Indiana. I know at the time uh, Cam Jones was dealing with an injury. Uh, I think when I look at a guy like uh, Aaron Reece Simmons, I think he could definitely be a a, a good NFL wide receiver. Um, I mean, he's coming, coming from North Carolina, route running. Uh, he's a complete wide receiver. I mean, there was a lot of times where he created separation on our corners. And he definitely uh, is somebody that I think a lot of teams will look for. And I don't know off the top of my head. I know they were going at the – I believe they were playing uh, – they're at a bye. So uh, I think at that point, at that particular side, they were the only team to – in the Big Ten not have a win. So – uh, I mean, they, I know they got to face. I know they had to face Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan State, and then Purdue. And I think if they, I'm not sure if they lost this past the previous weekend or this weekend. But if they do, um, it's going to be hard for them to qualify um, for a bowl game. And that's what I saw in that game. Next, uh, the win against Northwestern. Um, Billy Edwards Jr. still was in this game. Because um, Talia was just not ready to come back, in my personal opinion. Um, this was our this win marked our first season since 2001 that we were bowl eligible. Um, one thing I've said this before, and I'll say it again: it's a next man up mentality. I think the key for Maryland is is that the young guys. I'm talking about your freshmen and your and your transfers. Like coming out of Wake Forest, we, Billy Edwards, redshirt freshman. Um, Talia was a game time decision, but he just was not ready. Um, and I'm going to say my thoughts when we get to this game against Wisconsin. Um, I thought like, in the, I felt in the first half, he was a little uncomfortable. Um, I could see like it was some jitters, uh, to me, he only had 12 play, only 12 combined plays in the first three drives. Um, I, I thought that when I, I would like his. Enos and, and Coach Loxley, they really have to calm their guys down. And that's something I noticed. 
uh, I, I thought that when it mattered, I mean, he finished the game of 18 to 28, 166, 166 yards, one touchdown, and 66, and 66 yards on the ground. Um, so he did really all the things that he needed to do. Um, yeah, it wasn't the best game, but I mean, there were a lot of opportunities that were left on the field, if that makes sense. Um, Ramon Hendy, uh, I, I am pretty much safe to say I have a feeling he'll declare for the NFL draft. I'm not sure if I'm, I don't know yet, but I mean, he's now pretty much now your number one, he is the number one running back in this running back committee. That game was his fourth 100th yard plus rushing on the season. Uh, last time I think that happened was Anthony McFarlane, and that was against Rutgers back in 2019. Um, I mean, he finished the game with 100, almost 180 yards. Uh, I mean, he's on pace to rush for 1,000 yards. And um, unfortunately, Littleton the second, I believe, hyperextended his knee in practice. Um, but again, him be finishing it with 24 carries. And hey, sometimes you got to do some do the things you got to do. And I guess I said that game again, that win against Northwestern. That was our first, we clinched our first bowl eligibility since 2001. That's the first time in 12 years we've improved to six and two. And hey, that that is a plus. I, I have been fighting this narrative that Maryland is just a basketball school. Maryland has had success as a football program. Um, and I, you can, I cannot say enough of the job that Coach Lockley has done for this program. He has changed the culture. He has done a lot. I mean, when he took over a team that from a coaching perspective after, you know, the Jordan McNair thing, I mean, he completely changed the culture. He has guys brought in. I mean, he these guys trust him and he trusts them. And I just I'm giving him like another three to four years. This Maryland team could definitely, definitely be a program that that most team that most of the college football were not sleep on. Um, again, knowing that you didn't have a lot of players out there, you didn't have Barnum, Hypelite the second, um, Darius Green, Gibson, Hypelite the second. Um, I mean, we're down with 10 points. But once again, defense stepped up. That was a key. And again, the run game also made things, made things easier. Now, we look at Northwestern. I think the thing is, um, I like their I like their offense. I believe I can't think of the, the quarterback. I think his name is Brandon Sullivan. He has um, to me. He started instead of Ryan Helinski. Um, for one half, they look completely different. They looked good, and the other half they didn't. I think he finished. If I remember correctly, he finished the game of eighteen of third twenty-four for one hundred forty-three yards, a touchdown. Um, there was a lot of mistakes that Sullivan made. I know there was the interception through in the third quarter, um, but they still scored 24 points. Like they, I think their, their loss was in the third quarter. I mean, when you, you didn't turn the ball over. I mean, you convert on five or eight third downs, if I remember correctly. And they outpaced us by, I want to say it was like 21 yards in terms of running <clears throat> the ball. Um, it just was, they just made mistakes at the wrong time. It was a tale of two halves. 
Uh, there, and I, I could see Sullivan really struggling at times to understand the coverage that the defense was giving him. And I look at it as, hey, look, you just got to fix what you got to fix. Now, coming into this team, this is the same Northwestern team that I believe was back in 2020, if I remember correctly. They were the 10th in the nation. Um, and, you know, I know I've been, I've been from a they made four straight bowl games, maybe well, 2015, 2018. Um, it just seems like, again, it just was just tail of second half. Uh, this was their, that was their sixth straight loss. Um, I know the last 13, they're like two going into that game, like two and 11 in the Big Ten. So I think it's just, they just have to just figure some things out, and I think they'll be okay. So those were my observations going into our little bye week. And let me really quick, I want to play a clip with Coach Loxley after the win against Northwestern. Here is the clip. Oh, I'm sorry. It wasn't share. Came in and it shows when you prepare to. All right, we've been all about committed and connected all season long. We weren't at our best today, but the guys that came in and had to take take roles on today came in and it shows when you prepare the right way. The next man up mentality works. Billy did a tremendous job. Those young old linemen did a tremendous job. And, and, and if that doesn't show you, if that doesn't show you that when we face adversity, we just got to come together, nothing will. Congratulations on a big win. We'll get ourselves healthy, put the work in this week. We got a great opportunity for homecoming in the shell. Now let's sing this song. You got me? One, two. One, two, three, four. I love those guys. I'm sorry, my mic was muted. But really quick, I do want to take a quick 30-second break as we prepare, as I transition into this past Saturday's loss against those Wisconsin Badgers. Please stay tuned. We'll be right back. Spoken to people only see you when you up, then they notice you. Trying to be a legend, crazy lines is quotable. Only the real shall last, and I only know a few people when they feelings always acting emotional. Ain't about a check, then it ain't negotiable. Uh -huh. Gotta show respect to the people that's posting you. Soon to be on posters, posted up like the older dudes. Now we aging like fine wine. How we supposed to do? Peep the shade on. 
on the timelines that time posted pool. Shit is black and white like photos from a disposable. Certain situations you ain't end up uncontrollable. All up in their head, I be so confused. I just brush it off, keep the shoulder moves. We all got the same 24, so it's no excuse. Switch it up, we can rap or produce the things you can't have. And we're back. And now the Maryland Turtles, after a little mini bye week, um, played the Wisconsin Badgers. It was a, an away game for us, and the Maryland Terrapins painfully lost 23-10. What was that? What the hell was that? I'm sorry the H words and the D words aren't appropriate over the airways, but it's going to be today. I, I don't know how much more of this I can take. How in God's name? Okay. Um, this had to be the most disappointing game I ever saw from the Maryland Turbans. And that's that's being that's being honest. Uh, coming off a of bye week, I was excited to see Talia. Um, even though the last two games Billy Edwards Jr. started, uh, I, I, I get it. Talia is more of a dynamic passer. He's more hands-on. He can do things with his feet. But Weather should never be the excuse when playing this game of football. And this is probably – I wouldn't put it up there against probably the, the, the embarrassing loss against Iowa where he threw five interceptions. But that was probably one of the most disappointing games. I mean, he only completed 10 passes for 77 yards. 42 of them came in the last the final drive. I mean, again, we can talk about the weather conditions. I mean, it was raining, it was cold, but that was an eyesore. I mean, there were a, a few times where he – Talia didn't really have much of an opportunity to pass the ball. I mean, his offensive line did a very, very poor job of blocking. I think that they had a their true freshman. I can't think of his name starting in this game. I mean, I think it might have been Colton Deary. Uh, I know Lunsford was out, but I, I mean, Deary. I mean, just did a did not have a great game snapping the ball, constantly spiking into the ground. Sailing over Talia's head. I mean, those mistakes are costly. And one of them turned into, uh, which I thought we could have an opportunity to score a touchdown, but turned into a field goal. Like, Talia was sacked three times in the first half. And as, well, as our running game, we only had 34 yards rushing. I mean, every time he would hand off, whether it was Henby, Littleton the second, Ramon Brown. No answers. No answers whatsoever. And again, and looking on the on the defensive side of the ball, we had no answers stopping the run. I mean, their running game, almost 300 yards rushing. There was the the 89-yard touchdown that we gave up. That has been their bread and butter for Wisconsin. That's been their identity. And that's kind of been our our weakness in stopping the run. 
It showed against Michigan when Blake Corner ran, I think it was almost 250 yards and two touchdowns. It was worse when we played Northwest where Northwestern where we allowed 215 yards. And then here it is, 211 yards in the first half. I mean, they averaged about six or seven yards per carry. I mean, they took advantage. They rushed the ball 30 more times than they passed it. I mean, Graham Metz completed the ball five times. I mean, and we made no adjustments to that. That's... I mean, this is some bad stuff. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to say. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know how much more this I can take. I, I, I just don't know. This is ridiculous. I, I, ooh, oh, Lord. I, I, <sighs> you, you know, when I look at this schedule, th- this, this arguably is the most interesting month. November from Maryland because now we got to go to Penn State and Ohio State's coming here. And those are two Big Ten matchups. I still think we'll beat Rutgers, but we finished 500. But I'm still holding out that Maryland will win eight, eight to nine games. But the one thing like the way the schedule's shaping, it's favorable in Maryland's in Maryland's hands. I would have won. I, I, I this is a this is a Wisconsin team that has been playing better. Jim Leonard, shout out Jim Leonard, former former Baltimore Raven. Um, they made us go right back into those bad habits, lack of discipline. We're not making the adjustments. Loxley, Eno, Williams, coaches, they all got to take some blame in this. Everybody had a, just was not prepared for this game. Like, I, you got to come out and respond better to Penn State. Because you're an underdog. We're now the underdog. And now we're going against Ohio State. <laughs> like, to me, starting off 3-0, and that was fool's gold. But seeing the things that I have seen, Maryland, it's going to take the guys that have been here before, the leaders. I remember him last year, Coach Loxley talked about the seniors. Leading, it's going to take leadership, but it's also going to take everybody to 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 look and just look at each other and say, "We got this." But there was also some things I would like to see change. I think sometimes I think we're we get a little too trigger happy with passing the ball. Like defensively, they ran the ball almost three hundred yards for three hundred yards, and we did not make those adjustments. That can't happen. I, I mean. We got to go up against Nick Singleton and Katron Allen. <laughs> that that just that that can't happen. I mean, this is a 
looking at the rest of the schedule, I know we got this month after this month is Rutgers. Rutgers, looking at it, you know, um, a lot of roster turnover. Um, and I know they're kind of at the bottom of the Big Ten, but I still think we'll beat one of those, either Penn State or, or Penn State or Ohio State. If anything, we're going to keep it competitive because I just don't think you're going to see the same Maryland football team you saw out there today. Um, but, like, but on the Wisconsin side, you know, after beating Iowa and Nebraska, um, I think that Wisconsin will make a bowl game. Grand Mets, to me, um, has been consistent. Um, this offense has found a rhythm that, I, from what I've seen, they've they've clearly lacked. Uh, even though he ran, he only passed the ball five times, um, he's leading this offense. That running game was the key. Um, I'm not quick to push the panic button and say after six and you know six and two, you know we're six and three and you know we're going to Penn State and like oh our season's gone before us. I'm not doing that. Um, I know we got to fix, and I think both us and the Wisconsin Badgers will make a bowl game. Uh, because if anything, I don't know, but maybe Wisconsin gets a team like Oklahoma or uh, Northern Illinois. Maybe we get a Florida or Mississippi State. I'm just throwing those teams on the top of my head. i just saying because we've got three games left and – this is the this is it, so I'm very very uh, disappointing, but uh, I know these guys will be better. And Coach Lockley said himself, we just didn't prepare um, for these guys today, and I think I think they know it, but um, but I'm confident that they'll go into Penn State and they know what they have to do in order to win, because I still am holding out this team will win eight games um, before it's all said and done. So. Um, that's my Maryland football recap. I do apologize. I know it's been three weeks uh, since you last saw the vi- since you last saw the video from me for Maryland football, but um, I had to get this out because I just I I said, well, let me see what it looks like when they come off the bye, and there are some things I just didn't. I, I this was disappointing to see, but that's my final take on it. But um, I do want to move on to our last subject of the podcast and that is final message. incoming message thoughts are running through my mind someone took some time to find a minute or two to organize um my final message is um november's here uh, we finally get our hour of sleep back. <laughs> Daylight savings time is officially, or so we fall back an hour. Um, finish the rest of the year on strong. Uh, let's have let's have a good week. Um, let's try to be a little bit better than what we were yesterday and be better for tomorrow. Um, that's really my final message. Um, hey, we're human. We all make mistakes. We're not perfect. You know. Things happen, and we just have to be better. Learn and grow from mistakes, move forward, and that's when you see growth. But 
that's my final message of the podcast. Um, but until then, uh, this is your host, Nathan Snell. Thank you so much for tuning in to Big Nate Sports Talk Podcast. I hope each and every one of you have a great evening. Please like, comment, subscribe. I will catch you guys on the flip side. Y'all have a good night. Stay up. Uh, but I get sick of these guys complaining. Uh, these you, young guys, they never call us and say, when a coach is wrong, I'm going to call him out. But when players are wrong, I'm going to call them out. Thanks for the kind words. But listen, I'm going to criticize guys that they deserve it. And listen, they can kiss my ass if they don't like it. I respect winning so much, man. And I'm going to just tell you, it's the first time we've been bowl eligible this early since 2001. Fellas, you have earned the right. You have earned the right. Let's sing this damn song, man. One, two, one, two, three, four. Incoming message. Thank you for tuning in to Big Nate Sports Talk. If you enjoyed that episode and you want to see more content, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Bring your sports game on Big Nate Sports Talk. It's on all the time, anytime. Thank you. And you help me retain my sanity. Thank you. I want to thank you.